This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am your host, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm feeling better. Thank you. Were you feeling unwell? Yeah, you didn't even know it. Okay. A couple days ago, I had such a cold. It well, came on suddenly. In another state. Yeah. So how am I supposed to? How am I supposed to hear? That's By the a... time the telegraph got here, you're already back. Yeah, I did send you a postcard. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I might die. That just said I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd you'd recognize the handwriting, so I didn't sign it. <laughs> right. And also, I was very very weak. I think if I got a a, a postcard that just said I'm sick, I'd assume it was from you. <laughs> We both have a sloppy left-handed handwriting. Yeah. I was looking at my handwriting the other day. Like, uh, I was handwriting a bunch of notes and getting so upset with myself for never having gotten better handwriting. When I put my mind to it, I'm pretty good with with, with my handwriting. Is that what it is? Because the you same thing with- time and yeah. it takes your attention. Because the <laughs> same thing with me- if I take time, but I can only take time for like five seconds before I get frustrated and, and go back to real it's sloppy. because I write so many things, but mm-hmm. I type so many things. Right. So I'm used to my thoughts just flowing out there. Just Exactly. You know, just and, j- and, like jazz, like free jazz. <laughs> and the old cursive slows you down or print. Yeah. So it's, it's a clunky machine. I don't know. This I, hand of mine. I always, <laughs> I always think about... Uh, you know, like uh, you know, big uh, famous people or whatever. They're like, oh, we we have their journals. Look at their journals, and you never see like, oh, we found uh, Thomas Edison's journal. His handwriting's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about how goddamn boring it was all the time back then. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's not even so much that my handwriting's horrible. It's my handwriting's inconsistent. Yeah, like I don't write letters the same way as consistently. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> I know. I'm my. I got all these YouTube videos saved that I got to watch about my brain. Okay, I thought <laughs> to improve your handwriting. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, that's not a bad genre. Yeah. Oh, I don't care that much. I guess. One time, I was helping a fellow classmate in second grade uh, learn how to write his letters yeah. and numbers. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, we were going through the numbers, yeah. And uh, he he was like, "Oh, that's how you make a four? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, that's how I make a four. And he's like, "When I get home today, my my cousin told me he'd teach me how to make a four, uh, the way that it looks on Channel Four. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it it's so the so yeah it was, with the with the slanted with the line. slanted line uh-huh. but like instead of like the calculator style four exactly and I I was taught and was yeah. teaching this this gentleman the <laughs> the calculator style four right and I remember thinking like oh, crap it looks like uh, the t- tomorrow the teacher will become the student because I want to <laughs> learn how to write this for very simple <laughs> yeah but like you know now it's it's literally age, three lines <laughs> now at my age I understand uh, I'll just slant that line but like that's something somebody needs to at at some point in your life somebody needs to tell you like no here's a thing that's look like that and this is what it looks like but I have to teach you how to make these three lines look that way well two things though first thing it's not just slanting the line because you can't have the horizontal line go past the vertical yeah, line yeah. in that style four exactly. second thing you ever look at that that style four in handwriting it looks like shit yeah it oh, always that's looks what we terrible learned. that's what I learned the next day yeah sure if you're channel four you've got the big uh, budget to get uh, graphics made up you don't have uh, some knucklehead just drawing it every night yeah and it's also like bold font so that makes it look a little bit more regal yeah yeah that's so anyway. the one on the keyboard too really I, I am just oh, looking yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> live update <laughs> 
Breaking news. <laughs> the Channel 4 style 4 is also the 4 you'll find on most yeah. uh, uh, regular keyboards. Maybe the designer of these keyboards was Landon's cousin. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, one day, this 4 is going to be on every keyboard. It's not just going to be on uh, WNBC New York. <laughs> right. Uh, but you were saying you're sick. Yeah, I was just sick for a day, and... It was an intense cold where mm. I thought, um, no, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Yeah. This is a week and a half. Mm. And then I got on an airplane feeling terrible. No, always a surefire cure. Yeah. And it was the, the pressure made my head hurt the <sighs> whole time. Every time I've been in an airplane or I've been sick, I've gotten off the airplane wishing I was dead. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was the worst. I was, I was, uh, uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I, I watched. Uh, yeah, there's nothing you can do because you're just in pain. Basically, you're, you're the pressure in your head won't leave. Yeah, so I was like, ah, dang it. And I got home and went to bed, and I woke up and I was fine the next morning. Wow. Yeah. Miracle cure. Yeah. What did you do? Any uh, any advice you can? I flew on an airplane, mm-hmm. and I just let it all hang out. You I took just, your pants off I on the plane? I took my pants you off. zipped your fly? I was sneezing and blowing my nose with no regard for those around me. Yeah. Would very much not appreciate it. Well, and people are very chill about that right now. Very chill about illnesses uh, Yeah, when spreading. traveling, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I actually, part of my discomfort came from the fact that, like, I oh, couldn't blow my nose or, like, sneeze audibly or anything, so... If I was going to blow my nose, I had to go to the bathroom, so I had to save it up for a while, so oh. I couldn't really breathe. Right? Because, like, yeah. what are you going to do in a cabin of 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 an airplane, a fully packed airplane? Start blowing your nose like some kind of creep uh, during this during this time of right, of, right, the like coronavirus. And yeah, every, everybody's uh, on high alert, high alert about illnesses. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's why I've been in the city uh, recently. New York City, New York City, New York City. I've just been very. I mean, it's good. You know, it's still flu season, uh, so it's good all around. But I've been wash my hands till they're raw. Yeah, me too. Guess what? Didn't get a flu shot. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> And I know this is bad, but like everybody I've heard got that got the flu shot got the flu anyway. No, that's not from the shot, but they got a different strain. Uh, so it sounds like the strain that's in New York isn't the one that the flu shot prevents. Anyway. I didn't get the flu. That's um, what a doctor said to me. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> you Tim, I don't talk to yet. doctors. Uh, yeah, I didn't get the flu shot because I. I'm lazy and forgot to go. I always think I'm going to stop at like a CVS on my way home, and I, I never do. I'm always too tired. I was at a CVS recently, and I was going to uh, ask them about the flu shot because they had you know signs up that said "Ask us about the flu shot." Mm-hmm. CVS is a pharmacy, a chain of pharmacies for people that don't live in the U.S. Um, and they had, uh, and sometimes we just have to go there for healthcare. <laughs> we have to go to a store. Um, you know what? A, you know what CVS uh, stands for? Service, value, and. S- no, care, value, and service. Consumer value store. Oh, that's weird. That just sounds like, you know, it was on a spreadsheet or something. They were like, it was too long to shorten it to CVS. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what it was. It was uh, in Lowell, Massachusetts, oh, like, 1963. Uh, the guy from Wings. Yeah. You have, a, you have one of these CVS cards? No. <sighs> I get one of these things. No, man. screw that. They give you so many good discounts all the time. You know, forty percent off. No, I don't like. They're 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 tracking you. They're tracking you anyway. I know. <laughs> these you companies. might as well get something out of it. Yeah, I don't. I go in there sometimes. I get a bag of candy, forty percent off. You do most of your grocery shopping <laughs> at the CVS pharmacy, and you also do. You also have more medicine. More oh, over-the-counter I, yeah. medicine than and anybody. Under the <laughs> One time, um, I had the sniffles when we were doing shows yeah. in London, mm-hmm. and you were traveling, and <laughs> it was it was alarming. You you were uh, you opened up your <laughs> your jacket uh-huh. and like bottles and oh, I had everything you could imagine, tinctures and 
uh, lozenges and and sprays. Like spray this in your throat and suck on this lozenge and take these five pills and yeah. spray this stuff in your nose and swab this in your other nostril. I don't like it. I didn't use any of it. No, because fine. I've been on too many trips that have been not too many, but a few that have been like should have been really good trips that were ruined by getting sick. Mm. So I get super paranoid about getting sick. So I've I always bring like a, a little bit of everything to make sure I can combat any potential illness. You also don't think medicine works, so <clears throat> I don't think medicine doesn't work. You told me recently just recently you came around on like uh, ibuprofen doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I thought I th- I thought if you had a headache and you took medicine that's clearly just a placebo. Right. And I always think, you know, for the common cold, mm-hmm. for a headache, yeah. Just let it pass. You Why don't need, you not? don't need to bring products into Why this. Why not take a little ibuprofen uh ease the pain a bit? Cuz how cuz the pain is never I don't get intense headaches, I guess. Yeah. Um I've gotten every I have couple an, years I have an intense headache after we record every week. Well, then turn down your headphones, Tom. <laughs> well, I can't you got hear them it. Blasting. Then. <laughs> <laughs> every time I talk, I see your headphones vibrate. <laughs> it's too loud. It's uh, fine. It's like what uh, it's, it's like what George Went says to Macaulay Culkin at the beginning of the black or white video. Mm-hmm. Turn it down. It's too darn loud. Is that what he says? I think so. Uh-uh. No. No, I'm thinking of Back to the Future when uh, Huey Lewis says uh, to yeah. Michael J. Fox, I'm sorry, you're just too darn loud. Yeah, he was too loud. It was. It was too much. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Know your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you're in the... It's not like you didn't know you were in the 50s. No, this was in present day, which was 1985. Uh, okay. Uh, but he was, you know, playing like metal when it's like, look, you mm-hmm. got you got a, a guy Huey Lewis's age as one of the judges, and we learn later in the show that you, you know how to play Johnny B. Good real well. Mm-hmm. Do that for the audition, and then, sure, showtime, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, well, he alienated the kids, too. Yeah. That's that, why he, that's what I was thinking because he's like, I guess you guys aren't ready for that or something. Right? Uh, well, he alienated the kids in the fifties, and yeah, the, I'll tell that's you, that's wh- that's the audience. I was I'll thinking. tell you what, they weren't ready for that. No, they were excited about Johnny B. Good. Sure, that's new, but all of a sudden he he turns into uh, uh, Van Halen. Yeah, no, they're not ready for that. Not yet. ready for Eddie Van Halen. No, they need a few more decades to work their way up to Van Halen. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, you asked me earlier if I had something <laughs> I wanted to talk about. I was in Arizona for a few days. Yeah. Um, and we don't really have time to the, get into the it. The Hotel Arizona? Hmm? Welcome to the Hotel Arizona. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. You're thinking of Hotel California. I am, now that you mention it. But there is a statue of, who is the main guy from the Eagles? Don Henley. Don He's Henley. Way, I mean, I think a Glenn Fry would would argue with me <laughs> if he heard me say. There's this. a statue of Don Henley. I feel like in Sedona, Arizona. That that tracks because he says uh, like Sedona, Arizona. Is that the song I'm thinking? Take it easy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's a Wilco song called Hotel Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah, I think uh, they beat you to that. <laughs> joke, that dumb joke by like twenty five yeah, years, and they wrote a whole song about it. Yeah, I just sang the same song with different words. <laughs> no, 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 that's what their version is. Oh, the karaoke right. version of. Um, I went to this parade, and uh, there was a ton of horses in it. Tom, okay, was it a horse parade? It might have, it might as well have been. It technically Were there wasn't. Any horses there to watch? No, no, Thank like goodness. cheering on their their. <laughs> yeah, but they're. Tom, being that this was in Arizona, mm-hmm. there were so many horses in this parade, and sometimes it'd be fifty horses <laughs> without <laughs> a person. No, they were being ridden. Oh, okay. But sometimes the horses would start to buck sometimes a little bit. It'd be fifty horses without a person in sight. <laughs> it, Tom, I was the only person in the whole crowd who was alarmed that one of these horses was going to start wilding out. Yeah, well, that's because you're a city folk. Yeah, I'm. 
I, th- you know, how they I, were prepared that if a horse started wilding out, they go, whoa, whoa. I saw that, and at one point, a horse did, but they had to bring this other horse from the the front of all the the like this pack of horses, yeah, to come back and try to calm the other one down. I don't know if it was like his friend or something. <laughs> I think it's that they, you know, like horses are pack animals, I believe. Uh huh. And I think it's probably like, oh, there's the leader of the pack, and like, look at him, he's not freaking out. Horses are their own man. <laughs> no, think about uh, 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 the song Wild Horses. Wild horses couldn't drag me away. Not one wild horse couldn't drag me away. Wild horses are always plural. They're always together, hanging out. No, then they wouldn't be wild. You see, look at wild horses running around nature. They're always a bunch. It's not just one wild horse running around. But that doesn't mean that there's, a, unicorns. that there's like a head horse. Yeah, there's always a head horse. Any kind of pack animal, there's a head. I don't think they're a pack animal. They're a pack animal. Horses are pack animals. This is this is you don't know what you're talking about. I I know what I'm talking about. I've seen uh, nice paintings of wild horses, and no, they, they're always in a pack. Are humans pack animals? Yeah. Oh. Okay, noted. And that's why we have like leaders and stuff. Yeah, but we're going to- And we stay in packs. We stay in groups. Sometimes we overthrow those leaders and chaos reigns, right? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it happens with animals too. Yeah, I want to see the Joker of horses. (laughs) I think I saw it in this parade. uh, There's nothing I'm more sure of that you do not want to see the Joker of horses. This week, we're talking about playground games, the games you play in a playground. Now, Tom, Uh we're not talking about playground equipment. We're not talking about slides. Before we get into it, let me credit the the original suggestion came from Joe on our Patreon. Joe what? Just J-O. Just that was it. Uh, but then uh, Natalie Garza also suggested, I forget what her topic, what it wasn't playground games. It was like uh, kids outdoor games, but she gave a lot of the, uh, the actual games, a good list of the actual games that we'll be talking about. Mm. But yeah, Tim. Thanks to, to Joe and Natalie. Natalie. To your earlier point. No, we're not talking about playground equipment. It's not equipment. Equipment. <laughs> equipment uh, we're not talking about play- i mean sometimes some of these games might involve equipment but we're not talking about you know going on the slide that's not a game oh no <laughs> was, was that your first game no, going on the slide no i was thinking that our definition of playground games were, were going to be by and large you don't need equipment for these games oh i mean yeah by and large you don't okay but so you don't need ice skates or Hockey pads what? or a helmet you or a puck. You need those on a playground. You don't need to wear anything to the playground. That's what that's I mean. One of the main. That's what I mean. But that's I'm... what defines these games that we're talking about. But I'm when I'm talking about equipment, I'm talking about monkey bars. I'm talking about swings. I'm talking about slides. Yeah, hockey I'm helmets. About a puck, <laughs> a hockey stick. No, I'm I'm saying sometimes those can be involved in these. Hey, if they are, more fun, but you don't necessarily need them. I have maybe one thing on here that is arguably not even a game that does require And on playground. here you're talking about some sort of official <laughs> document. Uh yeah. This uh this came from uh uh, uh the government. Nice. Yeah, they sent it over. What what are the games? Uh, were you, uh, what kind of a kid were you on the playground at school? You know what kind of kid I was. <laughs> hide? Did you go and hide? No, I didn't hide, but I wasn't playing games, that's for sure. What were you doing? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, just chilling. Chilling? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know, talking. Yeah. Being too cool for stuff. Yeah, but probably like lazily going on the swings or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I No, I did some good stuff on the swings. I had some good, <laughs> I had a good run on the swings. Until I would, uh, guys, I'd get pretty high on those swings. That swing set, I remember it being <laughs> yeah, 12 stories tall. high. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, if we went back to it now, it'd probably come up to my torso. God, I remember I had uh, a teacher that, 
she was uh, in third, I think it was third grade. Yeah. She was like the pretty teacher, you know, like in elementary school or so. He's like, you know, a bunch of <laughs> old men and old hags. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's like, well, a- no, I mean, they were like, 36 plus (laughs) right but But then then, there's somebody who's just out of college there's one or two pretty teachers they're just out of college but to you they're like in their 40s yeah but they're definitely not they're like 23 years old Mm -hmm. maybe 22 uh but i remember uh in third grade we had the pretty teacher and uh she one day came out like hey i'm gonna hang out on the swings out like and i would love to know like did her boyfriend dump her like during was lunch she crying no but like it makeup was, just, was running <laughs> but it was just a weird thing of her being like i'm gonna because teachers did not go to the playground no why would you <laughs> no, exactly that's the one one uh you know time of peace you have all yeah. day no, these... let me run around with these screaming kids exactly yeah. um but she came out and like i said i in retrospect, something must have happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she went on the swings. Uh, uh, you know what? Her ex-boyfriend probably showed up in the parking lot. <laughs> She's like, well, I can't go there. <laughs> I usually go there and chain smoke, but he's waiting out there with his uh, with his Mustang. And I, I have to pretend like uh, I'm not here. Yeah. Uh, she went on the swings and she, uh, I remember it was like me and like a, not very many like one or two other people like i felt very honored that i was like i'm gonna come hang out with you guys Mm -hmm. in retrospect it was probably just like you guys are the lowest maintenance like you're not (laughs) running around doing shit you're just on the swings but she went on the swings and she swung the other way on the swings Uh, as a bit no, I was like, you're not allowed to do that. You can't swing the other way. And she was like, no, no, no. They'll uh, and also in r- retrospect, I realized like, oh, she's wearing a skirt. She didn't want to flash the entire yeah. playground. But we weren't allowed to swing the other way because there was a fence behind the other that way that led to the woods. That led to the woods, which were real scary. So if you jumped off the swing that way, like you'd, you'd wind <laughs> up in the woods. <laughs> you'd wind up in the, <laughs> on the other side of like a, in my mind, a twelve foot fence yeah. that you could never get back over. Um, And also, nine times out of ten, there was a man on the other side of that fence. (laughs) There was always somebody lurking back there. There was a beardo on the other side of that (laughs) fence in in some sort of tattered old clothing. Yeah, I mean, he was- Just waiting for someone to jump off the wrong way on the swing. (laughs) They could claim that kid. (laughs) You can't swing that way on the swings because, look, you go over the fence, it's fair game. Yeah. Um, the beard it's 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 the tentative truce we have with the beardo <laughs> but uh and that guy was definitely hiding in the shrubs uh getting yeah. flashed by this teacher uh yeah, that was the best day of that guy's life like, eh, all right i'll take it a little older <laughs> a little old for my taste uh but that that's uh uh why did i even bring that up that was just one of my memories about the swings yeah that's a cool memory tom it was yeah uh, we have weird relationships with teachers because I also remember uh, by the swings, a uh, uh, friend Dan selling uh, a substitute teacher Super Mario Brothers three for like close to the like retail price. He sold it to the substitute. <laughs> yeah, the substitute teacher came and bought you it. You should not be allowed to buy things from children. <laughs> no, that from you're... like a third grader. Yeah, maybe a second grader. We were very young. What was Dan done with it? Did he beat it? Yeah, he'd already beat it. So he was like selling it to this guy for like $50. And I was like, you can get it at the store for like $50. Why are you buying it from this kid? That's cool. Why are you risking your job to buy a used copy yeah. of this kid? And also You're like- giving a child in second grade $50? Yeah, and also if the game doesn't work, what recourse do you have? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, he's a lot bigger than the kid. I guess. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the games children play on the playground. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go through this list a little bit, if you okay. don't mind. I'm going to start with the official games. Now, does this have to... Is, is this true to life? Is this what you did on the playground? No, these are all fictional games. No, are these games that you played or are you, are you just aware of them? No, I played all these games. Okay, this, it's a question. You don't need to... I think uh, the lady doth protest too much. Look... The thing about all these games, Tim, is that they're easy to get into. 
No yeah. playground game has a lot of rules. Sometimes right. kids will make up rules as the game's happening, but you shouldn't be able to do that. You know what we did, me and Jimmy Coniglio, in first grade? What's that? We walked around the playground, <clears throat> and we, we thought we were too cool to like play in all these games yeah. or whatever, play in the sandbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'd just walk around chanting, we think we're cool, because we are cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it works. <laughs> like, over and over again, and just feeling like, this is what cool kids do. They just walk around thinking about how cool they are and verbalizing it. I remember in fourth grade walking around with a friend, uh, and the two of us would just, I don't think we were even, no, I guess we were in the same class, but we were just talking, every day it was updating each other about what we've heard about sex, mm-hmm. like and new theories about it. Like Neither of us had a, a real firm grip on how... What it was, how it worked, we knew it wasn't for children, but we were very interested in hearing more. And the two of us were the only people we could hear more from. <laughs> there were like a lot of theories about like what what goes on, what happens. You had to reason it out. That's in yeah. yeah. I mean, these pre-internet days. I know, but all I can think about nowadays is that like there were definitely like uh, uh, playground aides, you know, grown-ups outside who like heard every day like, I don't know, there's two fucking weirdos walking around talking about sex. Dude. They don't go on it. They don't play. They don't go on any of the swings. They yeah. just <laughs> say wrong things about sex it was like five or six years before these boys turn into creeps. <laughs> yeah. And the worst thing is that they have no idea how any of this stuff works, but they keep just repeating it. <laughs> to each other um all right but let's talk about games tim the first game i'm going to talk about probably one of the most common games that there is out on the market today and that's hide and seek hide and seek not a great playground game not a good playground game unless you want to get into a, a a modern style jungle gym right where oh like a wooden guy yeah yeah sure those are fun yeah, there's like tubes you can hide in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tunnels. I mean, hide and seek, as far as I'm concerned, it's just kind of tag, but somebody gets a little bit of a head start. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because to find somebody in hide and seek, it's not just finding them, you got to tag them. Right. So it's sometimes where you want to hide, it's just as far away as possible. Sometimes you want to hide right next to the base. You ever you ever have those oh, kind of yeah, kids? yeah. I was never one of those. Yeah, it was Seemed always too like, risky. come on. Well, it was risky, but it was also like, come on, you know, we're, you got to play this game in good faith. Yeah. We're all trying to have fun here. You know, we're not keeping score. Yeah. they. I if, I was bad at hide and seek because they'd always find me because they could hear me chanting. <laughs> we think we're cool because we are cool. I remember when I was a kid not understanding how sound worked and thinking... Not understanding that, pe- like humans naturally can identify where sounds come from, and playing hide and seek, like hiding in a closet with, uh, it was at a babysitter's, uh, like a daycare type thing, hiding in a closet with a girl and being like, <whistles> not like that, Tim. We were young, <laughs> too young to even talk about sex yet. Uh, but uh, hiding in the closet, and you could hear like uh, somebody looking for us upstairs and going, "You'll never find us." And she was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, kids think it's just like a sound happens. Yeah, yeah, like like this is the same as something playing over a loud. Yeah, it's speaker. the voice of God. Right. Uh, it didn't work that way. Kids he, are he, dumb. He immediately found us. <laughs> now, let me ask you about uh, hide and seek's big brother, Manhunt. Manhunt is cool. There, Manhunt is decidedly not for the playground. <laughs> it, can you describe what the difference between hide and seek and manhunt is besides that one sounds cooler than the other? All right. Picture hide and seek. Mm-hmm. This little mm-hmm. wiener, yeah. right? This little idiot who's yeah, just like marching around saying, I think, I think we're cool because we are cool. <laughs> we think we're cool because we are cool. And... And then suddenly someone cool is just like, hey, shoot this in your arm. And what's this? Steroids? Whoa. Uh, oh, what's this? My uh, hair hair gel for me? <laughs> for a cool a cool uh, uh, do? Uh-huh. Oh, what's this? A mustache and a tattoo? <laughs> ah, I'm living large. I don't think kids want mustaches necessarily. Hmm? I don't think kids. No, want- that's what manhunt is to hide and seek. Yeah, 
Do you, as a kid, did you think like men played Manhunt? Uh, I know I played Manhunt and I was cool. But you were yet a but a boy. Guess what? You weren't confined to just like the, someone's yard or a playground. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what the difference was, right? Manhunt, as I knew it, yeah. it was played generally on a Friday or Saturday night yeah. or another night in the summertime. Right. And it was- It was a nighttime activity. Yeah. And anywhere in the whole neighborhood is fair game. Yeah. It was like, hey, as far as your legs will take you. Yeah. And hey, if you can hitch a, hitch a ride- Sure, why not? Did you get to a game. car while playing Manhunt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tim, I, I used to live in Indiana. <laughs> I always used to think... With a different family before I was brought here. The way I always pictured Manhunt is that, like, I'll climb a tree and hide in that tree. I never, I've never climbed a tree in my life. Uh, I would climb trees to hide in Manhunt, but, you know, I'd be, still be like four feet off the ground, yeah. very easily spotted. Now the way we played it, played Manhunt, where I'm from, mm-hmm. you're from th- uh, less than a mile away from. Yeah, me. but on the other side of the village, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the is, other side of our very small village that we come from. We realized because, like, you had to count to like a hundred or something. While yeah, people, yeah. Like, you got you got a real it. big uh, head start. And we what we realized was the there was so much ground to cover. Mm-hmm. It got really boring if one person did you have teams yeah we would usually do teams we either had teams or we had two people being the finder right yeah you gotta you gotta do more than one yeah otherwise it's just one guy walking around a neighborhood (laughs) right while other people wait in the bushes three blocks away oh i think what we would do sometimes is if you find somebody then they're on your team oh yeah and now you're all like rounding up a posse yeah which actually kind of does make sense about a manhunt you're Mm -hmm. you're you're creating like a dragnet you know you're bringing more people yeah. into it until we, it's you know like seven kids all hunting one man mm-hmm. did you play with guns sometimes we would have guns i mean it didn't really i think sometimes that would be suggested like let's let's have guns while we do it but it was then it was like well what am i going to use a gun for because you know if you uh, pretended to shoot somebody it's like no you missed so right. it's like now nah, let's just resort to tagging right no, I was talking about real guns. <laughs> no, we didn't have real guns. Like you said. Well, anyway, uh, Manhunt, not a playground game. Yeah, you can play in a playground, especially at night. But you never have. Yeah, I have. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
The next one on the list, Tim, cops and robbers. Now, what is cops and robbers? I think that's just kind of like pantomiming, you know? There's not really like rules. It's I'm going to pretend to shoot at you. You're going to pretend to shoot at me. Yeah. Cowboys and Indians. There was one uh, I played. now, no. Yeah, no, we'll believe that. There was one time we, me and a friend played like that we were cops, Mm -hmm. but we gave it like a sitcom plot, but a weird (laughs) sitcom plot. Okay. So you're like buddy cops? Yeah. We were walking around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So nobody was playing robbers. No, but we were trying (laughs) to solve a crime. Okay. And we had access. We were like five. I can't tell you how many times I tried to open a detective agency as a kid. Yeah, me too. Turns out. There's not a lot of not no, a lot of crimes to be solved. Well, and I remember I, uh, during one of the times my uh, grandparents still don't really understand what happened. They were moving from New York to North Carolina, and like a moving truck just disappeared. Like they like a moving truck stole everything in that what? truck. Yeah. Oh, I re- yeah. You've told me about this. And like I was like, oh, I'll be on the case. And, and were they just like, please just get out of here? Yeah, everything in, we own. Yeah. In retrospect, and especially it was like the truck that was stolen was full of just like shit that was not worth anything. It was all it's... sentimental va- value things. So I think like me, like you know. uh, Having like a magnifying glass, and like questioning your grandpa. Yeah, about it. like when was the last time you saw those yeah. photo albums? Yeah, and he's like, oh, like my my letters from the war to your grandma are gone. Please leave me alone. <sighs> but I cracked the case. No, oh, you did. Yeah, you found all the stuff. Uh, no, I I killed the men responsible. Nice. Uh, it was street justice, pure and simple. So we also had access to uh, a car, like what his family's car <laughs> that was parked in the driveway. We didn't have keys, oh, okay. But like, so we'd 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 pretend that we were driving, yeah, and easy uh, enough to do. We we're like, ah, oh, yeah, we got to solve this crime. Like somebody was murdered, and we'd go look for clues, and then we'd get in the car and drive to another thing and uh-huh. pretend like we were gonna go question somebody. But then somehow, the plot of it became. Uh, it was the day of our mother's funeral, <laughs> and we were brothers. <laughs> and but also, it was also the night of the big policeman's ball. What? This <laughs> is a very complicated plot. And we both had hot dates to the the policeman's ball. Were you brothers and partners? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Good question. Good question. Yes. <laughs> And we were just like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, the dilemma was, <laughs> do we stand up our hot dates for the big policeman's ball? Right. Or do we go to our mother, our dear mother's funeral? Uh-huh. We, it was we, one of those nighttime funerals. Yeah. And we had promised her before she died that we would go to her <laughs> funeral. Right. Which a lot of people do to yeah. their parents. Yeah. They promise them. So there's a, a lot, lot of parents of... on their deathbed make their kids promise that they'll go to their funeral. Yeah. So, you know, we're 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 dealing with this these per, this personal dilemma mm-hmm. and at the same time someone's been murdered and we we're, were trying to figure that out too. It was uh, needless to say, uh uh, stressful day. Wait, what did you guys land on? What did you finally decide uh, to I do? I think we... Brought, brought the hot dates to the funeral? I think we went inside to get some string cheese and <laughs> forgot about the whole thing. <laughs> um, next on the list I have is along the same lines as, uh, as the old hide and seek. Capture the flag. Did you ever play Capture the Flag? Yeah. I feel like in when adults were involved, they made us do something like Capture the Flag. Yeah, something like a little more uh, cut and dry, a little more organized. Yeah, where, you know, we didn't have the... Because kids love to play games that don't have, like, a definitive way to win or lose. Yeah. It's kind of nebulous what the rules and are. And they also don't want to be like... Okay, this team, you pick a team, go off here, <laughs> put your flag somewhere, and you go here, and then we'll say, it's like, let's no, play. let's just get down yeah, to it. Yeah, it's normally like, let's play tag, you're it, and then uh, yeah, that's how and, we get. And we're and off then and running. suddenly you're in a game, and yeah. it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the movie Tag. Yeah. People like that movie? I think people do like that movie. I think good, that movie's supposed to be better than you would expect. Good plane movie. I watched it on a plane. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're a big uh, renter head. 
Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm a. I'm an Ed Helms man. Was he in that movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, jump rope. Cool. Did you ever play jump rope? Mm, yes, okay. I've jumped rope. Jump for sport for yourself. Uh, where you're in control of the rope or gone into two like a double people. dutch yeah double dutch situation maybe not even a double dutch maybe just a single dutch um i probably have yeah more uh, than like i was not an athletic child mm-hmm. so i think probably what i did is jokingly went into it and uh screwed up somebody else's good time oh yeah i do that all the time yeah that was that was a that was a very cool defense mechanism to be like, I'm not good at this, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna ruin pretend I'm above time. it and ruin it. Along those lines, hopscotch. Never really understood hopscotch. It seemed very easy. Right? It yeah, always seems just stepping in boxes. You throw a rock and then wherever the rock lands, you gotta go hop to it and then pick the rock up and hop back. And it always seemed to me, like there was something missing. Like, now nah, there's got to be like another element that makes it a little bit harder than this. Do you add up the score of how far you went each time? I can't imagine Maybe. they were doing that. No, but. I think that is what you would do. But I, but you're right. I think a lot of people wouldn't uh, bother to kind of keep track of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Along the lines of old-fashioned games, hopscotch, you ever played Jacks? I, I don't Jax remember is, the circumstances. Jax is hard. I did play jacks one time, and I remember going and being like, I don't know why we're doing this. So and I had that the do- time of my <laughs> life. For anybody that doesn't know, all right, well, maybe we should explain some of these games. I feel like we're 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 skipping over some of them. People are everybody knows know. about hopping scotch. Hopscotch, you got squares, no, you, don't, it, you throw a rock. What are we doing? We're grown, right. man, to, grown men explaining the rules of hopscotch. To, but to, jacks, look, young people might not know jacks because when we were young, it was already well on its way out. Tell us more about jacks, Amtrak <laughs> Joe. There is little Amtrak Joe. Are you trying to call me Joe Biden? <laughs> You're the one trying to explain how jacks work. Listen here, Sonny Jim. I'll tell you how jacks work. <laughs> listen, listen, listen Buster Brown. <laughs> listen listen here, here, Jack. Listen here, Bozo. <laughs> uh, I used to play jacks down with Skippy. <laughs> now, Skippy was a real mean one. Uh, you had these little uh, metal things with spikes. Jacks. How would you describe? Yeah, they're jacks. J A C K S. What were you thinking? J A X. Yeah, jacks from uh, Mortal Kombat. That's how you spell it. Or the underrated cheese doodle. Oh, those are like the puffs, right? The balls. Yeah, and they always taste a little stale, but in a good way. <laughs> I think they might just always be stale. Yeah, because they always come in a big thing. There's no way to keep that fresh. I think they just made one batch of Jacks <laughs> in 1984 that was so big that it lasted till 1990. That's why they it was coming that huge barrel. They're trying to yeah. get rid of them. Yeah. There was some kind of a factory accident. <sighs> they were supposed to be much smaller. Tom, you just I just remembered about cheese balls. Yeah, cheese balls are great. I'm going to go get a thing of cheese balls on the way home. I have an important update about uh, Reese's Take 5. Okay. I was in the supermarket earlier today buying the beer we're drinking. And uh, the woman in front of me, I saw it in real time, her look at the Take 5 box, which was running low, I will Mm, say. The Super Bowl advertisement has been- She picked one up, examined it. Threw it on the old conveyor belt. Nice. Yeah, it's working. And then did you did you uh, tap her on the shoulder and go, "Nice one, ma'am." No, I. Got, that's a great. That's a great choice. I was so mad at her because <sighs> I'm not going to do it justice, and then you're going to claim that I'm just an asshole. But she was. Well. <laughs> she was at the back of the conveyor belt, right? Uh huh. And she like. And so the supermarket is slammed right now. There's only two registers open and there's big lines forming. Right. And everybody's just trying to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And like on both registers, there's old people who are don't know what the hell's going the on. The greatest generation. You just, uh, <laughs> they, they fought for our freedom. They don't know what's going on and they're needing a lot of help from the, the cashiers because, you know, there's a touch screen or whatever. Right. Okay. Um, 
So everybody's anxious because it's New York City. It's a big apple. Um, <laughs> everybody's anxious all the time. But this woman is like, and you've been to a supermarket, but to to paint a picture for the for the listener, what's the address of it? To paint a picture for the listener, there's like not a space to be in line. No. Like once you're in the line, you're in the. I never thought of that. You're in the like the aisle, aisle. Yeah. that you have to that people have to walk through to access the store. Right. It's horrible. The place is not meant. In, it's a travesty. In fairness, they have a lot of registers. They're not always open, but it is not a place meant for lines. Mm-hmm. So I get anxious when this starts happening because now you're in line and you're dealing with, uh, you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, where people are trying to shop and you're right. constantly in their way, which sucks. Yeah. So you just go, I'm sorry, and roll I'm up sorry. into a ball on the floor. So this woman, she's, you know, the old lady gets done and then uh, the woman in front of me, she's got her stuff on the conveyor belt, but now she's just standing at the back of the conveyor belt. So I can't put my things and wait, what is the elderly person that you hate so much? Still Mm -hmm. there gathering their stuff because I'll notice that about the elderly. They take a while to gather. It did take her a while and that's okay. Yeah, it, it took her, move a little slower. It took her a while, and that's fine. That's understandable. But th- she was gone by now. Okay. The woman in front of me is getting all of her shit rung up. She put the basket she was using just like behind her, which is just in front of me. <laughs> uh, and she's just standing at the back of the conveyor belt, and the conveyor belt's going. And now everything's like scanned pretty much. And she's just standing in the back of the conveyor belt, blocking me from putting my shit in the conveyor belt. Meanwhile, there's like three people behind me in the aisle. Finally, she moves. <laughs> but then this take five bar situation <laughs> happened and your heart was warm. No, it happened before then. Uh-huh. Uh, but then I put all my stuff on the conveyor belt and uh, uh she there's like a a a pan she has you know one of those like uh aluminum foil pans yeah she has one of those but it's like not on the conveyor belt so i assume like it's not her somebody left it or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then she takes it puts on the conveyor belt after i've put all of my stuff on the conveyor belt I don't I'm not going to call you an asshole. I'm just going to ask why you told this story. <laughs> so, she does that and I put uh one of the things to separate, you know, the plastic things yeah, that separate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I put that in between and the woman's like uh the cashier's like is this yours and she's like uh no, that's separate. And then takes it and puts it on top of my groceries. So I take it and put it, I'm like, oh, it's separate because you think it's mine. So I take it and put it back. And then the woman's like, why are you touching my shit? Just leave everything alone. (laughs) And I'm like, what? So it was hers, but she wanted to pay for that pan separately. Mm. How much did that pan cost? $2. But she was on the phone the entire time, too. So it's like, get off the phone and pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, stop putting your pan, your $2 pan, on top of my Hot Pockets. Why were you buying a bunch of Hot Pockets? No, it was on top of my seltzer. But I was like, you put it on top of my shit because I thought you thought this was mine. And then you flipped out when I tried to put it away (laughs) because I didn't think it belonged to either of us. And if you just got off the phone and said, oh, that's mine, but I'm going to pay for it separately, everybody would have been on the same page. Oh, I'm so mad. Luckily, I'm calm now. Yeah. That was worth taking 10 minutes to, to explain. Kickball. You ever play kickball? Yeah. Kickball is a pretty fun one. Kickball has a lot more rules than the rest of these games. Yeah. But pretty pretty easy to get a pickup kickball game going. And kickballs are always fun to kick, huh? Kickball was the one time on the playground at recess mm-hmm. I ever got put in the box. <laughs> Do you remember the box? Yeah, the box. The box or, or you got put on the fence. That was where time out, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So... They were playing kickball. I was not part of the kickball because I was 
too cool. I, was, I thought <laughs> right. I was cool because I was cool. And I was not athletic, so I didn't want to do any kind of team sport. Right. Even and though kickball is... Kickball yeah. requires the, the slimmest of yeah. athleticism. But I was walking by and I saw them rolling the ball. It's like baseball. Except, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're rolling it over the plate and the kid kicks it. And I was like, I know what I'll do. Yeah. And I waited for them to roll it. As soon as somebody kicked it, I ran out in front of them and just uh, batted down the ball right back into the person. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was the gym teacher who was uh, <laughs> was r- r- the oh, rolling the ball, not not. And he picked me up and <laughs> took me and put me in the box wow. and like, screamed at me red faced. Wow. Yeah, he was really big into the integrity of that game, I think. Yeah. And I just ran onto the field. Well, and, and aren't you curious nowadays, like, like you know, did his wife tell him he, she wanted a divorce that morning or something? <laughs> and he just had enough. Probably. Because, like, as a kid, A, you don't know about adult problems. But yeah. B, you don't think of any of these people as people. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, he doesn't have a wife. Where She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't work here. <laughs> if he had a wife, I would have seen her. Yeah, here. <laughs> at, at his home, the school. <laughs> right. I remember the gym. He's got a. He's got a. He's got plenty of room for someone else, and I only see him living there. A teacher told us once that, as a joke, told us that she lived in the cabinets. I believed that for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't joke around with kids. <laughs> no. I think she had clothes in the cabinets. I think like sometimes she would just you know come to school from the bar or whatever. Yeah. Man, the young teachers. Yeah, I so, God, I'd love so to see beautiful. A, I'd love to see a documentary about these young teachers we had. Yeah, because they would. Uh, I'm <laughs> so, sure. So beautiful. <laughs> they were so beautiful. You sound like uh, you sound like Trump. <laughs> these teachers so beautiful. <laughs> they were. I came to school and marveled in their beauty every day. Sometimes <laughs> that was the only thing that got me out of bed in the morning. I never even had the young beautiful teacher. Yeah, but sometimes you'd see him in the hallway. Hell yeah. I, sometimes I'd see uh, my friends were in the class and before school. And now you... we're talking about elementary school here. <laughs> we were very young boys. Yeah. It was just, we grade were, school. We were like seven years old. Pre-puberty. Yeah. I just remember uh, across the hall was, was the pretty teacher uh-huh. um, when I was in fourth grade. Right. And we'd all had to line up because the kids would get there half hour 45 minutes before the teachers got there <laughs> yeah. and so we just had to sit outside the the, the oh, classrooms yeah. in a line i forgot like, about that yeah, what are the kid what are the the grown-ups are supposed to come to school 45 minutes early just because you know our moms had to go to work yeah, no, yeah. that's just crap uh so we sat there but i remember sit we were supposed to sit in front of our own classroom mm-hmm. but i always went to the pretty teachers classroom and then when she would come and uh, you know, let the class in. I'd get to go like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> She'd say hi to me, but then she'd always be like, "Okay, go to your classroom, yeah. Timmy." And I'd be like, "Sure yeah. thing." One day she'll date me, <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she did. <laughs> oh, that's who you're married to? <laughs> yeah, now? it's my wife. I was wondering why she's like so 30 old. Years yeah, older exactly. Than yeah, me. yeah. All right, she's very old. Oh, God, I just realized how old those young, hot teachers are now. Yeah, if we were to call them beautiful now, yeah. it would be predatory. <laughs> because they're they're elderly? No, because, no, no, someone their age. Oh, right. No, If I'm we went up to some the... 22-year-old woman and started referring to her as beautiful. Right, if, if, if one of us was sitting outside their class now. Yeah. They'd call the freaking cops. Yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like nowadays, you know, the, those teachers are, you know, 30 plus years older than they no. were then. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, no, they were not 30 plus, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We were seven. Okay. So like 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. And they're in their 50s. Yeah. I, look, if I remember them correctly, there's probably still knockouts. Tim, I want to get into some unofficial games, their some skin, unregulated games. Their skin was so clear. What? Like porcelain. <laughs> All of them? The ones that I remember. I remember some like having acne because uh, I think they were just so young. Yeah. <laughs> they were like still teenagers. Do you remember the time, and we've told this story, somebody brought a nudie magazine to school and- uh it was the talk of the town. <laughs> of course. 
But then it wound up, uh, somebody got a hold of the nudie magazine, uh-huh. threw it in the dumpster. Oh, come on. And Ruining then, everybody's fun. And then everybody got caught climbing into the dumpster looking for the nudie magazine. Yeah. But who I lost, caught them? I lost my watch doing that. <laughs> but you know who caught them? <laughs> the beautiful teacher. The young, beautiful <laughs> teacher came out. And it was every boy. The It wasn't the fact that they got caught looking for a nudie magazine yeah it was that this woman now knew they were a bunch of creep perverts yeah and she was uh i'm sure she thought it was hilarious but oh, they were just yeah. like oh i've blown my shot with her <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> where meanwhile she might have just thought like oh i guess these kids yeah. have uh had their sexual awakening happen yeah. already i did lose my wife found it but I do remember that specifically, <laughs> climbing into a dumpster after school and getting out of the dumpster and being like, my watch is gone. My, my neon green uh, shark watch. No, it was a nice watch. It had the phases of the moon on it. <laughs> it was like a, I mean, it was probably like a $30 watch. But as a kid, it was like, this is your yeah. dress up watch because it had leather straps. I had a Three Stooges watch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's the kind of kid I was. Uh, um. Uh, let's talk about some of the unofficial games. All right. Some of the underground games. Yeah, unsanctioned. Freeze Tag. Freeze Tag was cool. So Freeze Tag was whoever's it can freeze people. Yeah. And when you tag them, they have to stop in place, but another member of their team can get to them and unfreeze them. But the danger, of course, is being that they might get tagged by the freezer. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A real fun game to play. Real fun. One. I don't know how you would win it. You know, it just kind of played and out until people were like, all right. Yeah. I mean, that was that was tag in general. Yeah. But, I mean, somebody else couldn't become it in freeze tag. Right. I think the game was maybe if you froze everyone, then you won, and now somebody else would be it. Maybe the last person to get tagged, maybe the first person, who knows? Are you looking up the rules for freeze tag? No, I'm looking at, did, did you ever play TV tag? That's also on my list, Tim. Yeah, TV I tag. wasn't sure if that was just some dumb thing that I came up with as a kid. No, I mean, I think it was some, nah, I'm sure it was out there, but it was certainly a dumb thing. Run and try to stay away from the person who is it. If they get close, yell out the name of a TV show and touch the ground. Yeah. The player is now safe. This is on the internet? HowToAdult.com. Yeah. I mean, that's not how to No, this is how to play a children's (laughs) game. This is how to child. Um, More articles on HowToAdult.com include How to Reset a Leapfrog Leapster and Faith-Based Children's Games for Easter. Oh, maybe they all all rhyme, yeah. All over the map here. I'd play superhero tag, Tom. I think that was the same you just had to say a superhero's name. Mm. Yeah. There were a few different variations of TV tag that involved uh, various subjects. TV shows were the only thing that we knew of, right? Like the only thing that we we could like like, list off. Yeah. 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 I guess maybe like fruits. Because you you couldn't repeat what somebody else said that right. was that was the trick so like too. once alf and mr belvedere were yeah. gone what do you got and you didn't want to say something like sesame street or, or make you look like a baby right or 60 minutes yeah and then you look like a old fogey yeah um do you remember this game i don't know if this is enough if this was anywhere outside of uh where where we grew up uh asses up it was a a uh, a handball game. Yeah, it was alternately referred to as aces up, right, or a's up. Yeah. Um. What was it? It was you batted the ball against the you the wall. You wouldn't bat it. So like we never played. Like as a kid, I remember never playing handball. There was a wall, pretty good wall that you could play handball up against. Yeah. Um. But nobody played like actual handball. Where you do you think like, that they were building the school in like the forties? <laughs> they were like, "We're gonna need a wall for kids we're to throw need a, a handball ball against." Court. No, I mean, uh, because you know, at like the high school, they had an actual handball court, yeah. which is just a wall and a cement floor, pretty easy. Um, 
But as kids, I think maybe because our hands were small, we wouldn't like play like, oh, you smack the ball into the wall. I remember getting older and learning that's what handball is and being like, ah, it's pretty fun. But this game was somebody, you would start the game by throwing the ball at the wall. I think you had to throw it under or over a line, something like that, for the first throw. Oh, yeah. Um, This is what the cool kids played or like the bad kids. Right. Um, so you throw at the wall and then when it would come back, you would try to catch it. And if you caught it, your reward was now you get to throw it. Right. But if you missed it, but it hit you, touch any part of your body, you had to sprint to the wall as fast as possible before somebody else grabbed the ball and threw it at you as hard as they could. Um, and now if they tried to grab it and they missed and it touched them, now they also had to run to the wall. Sometimes, full, so ch- children running full speed towards a brick wall. On concrete. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While somebody tries to throw a rubber ball at them as hard as they possibly can. Well, and everybody, when somebody was it, you know, everybody dove to try and get the ball to be the one to inflict punishment on them. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that usually led to a lot of other miscatches and now other people who were it who had to run. Right. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting what the rule was, but I, oh, I think it was if you grab the ball and you threw it at the wall, threw it at the person, but you missed or they got to the wall before you hit them. And I believe you had to say asses up when you touched the wall. Uh, the person who threw it—they were it, like paraded up there, right? They were <laughs> yeah. like perp walked up there. They were perp walked up there for the execution squad, where the person who uh got either hit late or miss, now they got to take the ball. They had to stand behind a line. The other person had to bend over with their ass up in the air. That was where the name came from. And throw the ball at them as hard as they could for no reason other than punishment. Yeah. Like, you didn't get a point or anything. You just got to hurt somebody. And if you missed, whatever, like, then that person got away scot-free. Yeah. The whole premise of the game was the reward is you get to hurt somebody. Yeah, which when you're a kid, that's all the reward you need. I don't know. That was too stressful for me because I realized I would always be the guy getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, there are always, like, a couple of kids where it's like, nah, the kid actually knows how to throw. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't want them. uh, Because I remember even, like, those kids, you know, hitting the ball, and they had to run to the wall and being like, nah, I'm going to let that one go because I want to miss and have them throw it. There's a lot of strategy involved. Yeah. I also remember this was a game that the uh, recess women aides (laughs) won. Recess women. (laughs) the women who were outside watching us during recess they weren't teachers they the, were either moms current moms or former the playground moms. dames <laughs> the, the, the playground broads uh they didn't. They were not a fan of this game. No, they did not want children to hurt each other. It was one of their no. pri- their primary jobs on the playground was to make sure we didn't hurt each other, yeah. which was all we wanted to do. Mm. Not um, me. Some of us just wanted to be cool. <laughs> well, I either want to hurt people or hear more about sex. Um, they. I remember one time they were like, "You can't play this game because like." Oh, some kid ratted us out because he kept getting caught. He kept being it. And he was like, uh, uh. <laughs> They're throwing a ball as hard as they can at my ass. Well, our thing was if you don't like the game, there's plenty of other games to play. Yeah. Go take a go take a hike. Yeah. This is the game we're playing. He ratted us out. Now the aids are over. And it's like, well, you can't play that game. Okay, great. You ruined the game. So this kid's name was Mike. So then we decided to change the name to uh, Hit Mike. That was the game we were playing. And the game was just, as soon as you had the ball, you threw it at Mike as hard as you could. (laughs) And now, of course, he ran off to the aides to complain again. And we explained to him, look, this is the game. We're just playing a game called Hit Mike. If Mike doesn't want to play that game, understandable. He should go play something else. It didn't work out. You're a real piece of trash. It wasn't my, I think it was my idea. (laughs) I didn't like this kid. 
All right. That's One all time I set off his brother's car alarm, and his brother like uh, chased me and another kid. Oh, you setting off the alarm for? Because he was like, "Don't set off my car alarm," so we set it off. All right, Tom, I'm sorry, but we have to cut this off because you talked too long about the incident at the grocery store. Another game I want to mention, just real quick, this is kind of like the the X games of uh, of playground games, and it's just called Jumping Off the Swing. Yeah, Jumping Off the Swing was the best. <sighs> yeah, sometimes Just be sure to jump awesome. the right way. Be sure to jump the right way. Be sure you're not caught on anything. Yeah. Uh, and- the AIDS hated it when <laughs> oh, you jumped yeah. off the swing. And I we'd always do it when the whistle blew to go back inside because yeah. then it was like, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah you can put me, me in the box for you five seconds. You can put me in the box? I got to go but I gotta go to class. I got to yeah, learn. Exactly. Jumping off the swings, A+. plus. What a great game to play. Have you tried jumping off the no, swings? No, of course in not. Your, oh. Just thinking about it hurts my knees yeah. now. And I get sad sometimes about how old... I am the the things that I took for granted. Yeah, don't I worry, it'll, it'll get better. <laughs> if you like the show, you can be uh, our friend on Facebook, Tom, uh, or you can go to our website, tcgte.com. I haven't done this in years. No, you you do it like every week, and you just get it wrong. Cool. Facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. If you want to support us, support uh, our sponsors, check them out, but also check out Amazon pay- Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you said your name for some reason. <laughs> Short circuiting. TCGT.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping uh, and patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon weekly bonus episode called Books of Podcasts. This week, we are wrapping up the book Holes by Lewis Carroll. Lewis Sacker. <laughs> Lewis Sacker. Uh, I just watched the motion picture Holes with Shia LaBeouf. And uh, Tim read the book. I'm going to tell him all about the movie. And then, uh, you know, you get all the back episodes. We're going to do a new book soon. So, and uh, if you sign up now, you can vote for that. Patreon.com slash complete guide. And hey, thanks for uh, all of our patrons. We 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 source uh, episode topics from, from yeah. our lovely patrons. Yeah, this and weekend last. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, th- those people that we mentioned, those are uh, card-carrying patrons. Regular shows like you. Yeah. Like no, you. they're better. They're better than you. <laughs> Uh, are there new playground? There have to be new playground games, right? I don't know. There, I'm sure the rumors are still all the same. No, they've got to uh, evolved. They've got to Epstein rumors and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I mean the 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 conspiracy theories on the playground nowadays have to Uh, have to become more sophisticated, along with uh, you know, the rest of the world. They're not like uh, Super Mario Two is really. Where you play as Baby Mario, you remember yeah, that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, and the, and uh, before we get letters is way before Yoshi's Island. We all know that. Yeah, we all know that. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.